Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter and place your order, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. back into the cafe. This is episode 31. My name is Jeff and welcome to the very first episode of the year 2020. Now I honestly I have no idea what my topic is for this episode. I have no idea. I just wanted to make sure I got an episode out to all of you before I return to work this coming Monday and so I decided to jump on here and record an episode. Maybe I will talk about 2019 what we had as Star Wars fans in 2019 and also what the year 2020 might hold because I've heard some people already say that the year 2020 is going to be a down year for Star Wars fans and Star Wars because we have no movie coming out in the theater this year. We don't have another movie coming out to the year 2022. Now, I kind of disagree with those people that saying that the year 2020 is going to be an off year for Star Wars. Yes, it's going to be a slow year, but look at what we have in 2020. We have hopefully the new Cassie and Andor series premiering on Disney+. We have a new season of The Clone Wars coming on Disney+, Plus in February, I believe. We have season two of The Mandalorian. We also have the release of The Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray, and hopefully in a beautiful nine Blu-ray set coming out where you can own the entire saga in one set, and that's the one I plan on getting. That's the reason I do not have any of the current Star Wars movies other than The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi on Blu-ray is because I am waiting for this beautiful box set that I'm anticipating hopefully coming out in April or May of this year. Wouldn't that be beautiful to celebrate May the 4th, 2020 with the release of a big beautiful saga box set that would make us fans so happy to own that and put have put special features on there put a bunch of special features on there hopefully put some stuff on there that's never been released disney uh i'm talking about maybe the holiday special please um i know it's not a fan favorite but it's a nostalgia it's a nostalgic i'm sorry (laughs) favorite and i would love to have a good HD copy of that for my collection other than the YouTube copy that I currently have and of course the old bootleg DVD copy that my uh, brother-in-law gave to me. So that's the stuff that we have to look forward to coming in 2020 and 2019 we come on we had Disney Plus we had The Mandalorian we had Baby Yoda we had The Rise of Skywalker we had the ending of the saga Now, I know, just like The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker is very divisive, but you know me, I am the ultimate Star Wars positivity-loving person that loves everything Star Wars, and yes, I did love The Rise of Skywalker. I had very few nitpicks with it. If you listen to episodes 29 and 30, you'll hear a couple of those minor nitpicks that I had. And they're not even nip, nitpicks, really. They're so minor, they shouldn't even matter. So, I overall, I love this movie. Right now, I rank 
The Last Jedi a 9.5 out of 10. And I did say on Twitter when I did my rankings of all the films that I'm pretty sure the next time I watch The Rise of Skywalker, which unfortunately, like I said, will probably be on Blu-ray, it will be a 10 out of 10 because that's how much I love this, love that film. I just need to see it again to see all the little things that I miss, like John Williams cameo. I miss that. And if you blink, you will miss Wedge's cameo. I happened just to catch that because, like I said in my review, when Wedge popped up on screen, I grabbed my wife's arm with one hand, my nephew's arm with the other hand, and I said, It's Wedge! So, I can't wait to see that again. And, like I said, it's, it just enhanced my enjoyment of the movie even more. So, yes, I did love The Rise of Skywalker. And, yes, I could understand, I see and understand the points that people have problem with, but... For me, I guess I'm just, I've tried to explain this before, but I guess I'm just more of an easygoing movie viewer. I don't necessarily go into a movie going, okay, I am going to put on my critic glasses and I am going to watch this with a critical eye and nitpick and point out everything that is a plot hole and stuff like that. I don't do that. I go into every movie I go into, I go in as a fan and I watch it as a fan. And every time I watch it again after, I watch it as a fan. I really never watch a movie with a critical eye. I guess even though I said when I was younger, my dream job would be a movie critic because I would get to see all the movies, but I would be a terrible movie critic because I would give every movie most likely a thumbs up. But I am sure I would see some movies that I'll give thumbs down because, like I said before in a previous show, if I see a trailer and it doesn't pique my interest or doesn't look like it entertained me at all, I will not see that movie. And as a movie critic, you're forced to see those movies anyway, and I'm pretty sure those would be the movies that I would give thumbs down to and actually give a bad review. But... I guess as a fan, I only see movies that I want to see that interest me. So, and yes, I since I don't work at AMC anymore, like I said in the past, one of my past jobs years and years ago, I worked for AMC for almost 10 years as a projectionist and an usher. And those times were the best, probably the best job I ever had. I loved working at the theater. I got to see free movies all the time. And it didn't matter. Even when I was off, I could go to a different movie theater. As long as I called ahead and said who I was, I'd get in free there. So those days are long gone. So I don't get out to the movies much anymore because, honestly, I can't afford to go to movies as much as I would like to because the tickets are so expensive nowadays. And I have to pick and choose what movies I want to see in the theater. And those movies, of course, that I want to see in the theater are Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, and DC movies. So those are the movies that I will most likely see in the theater. And sometimes I don't even see those in the theater. I didn't see a bunch of the Marvel movies in the theater because I couldn't afford to go see them. I didn't see Shazam yet because I couldn't afford to go see Shazam when it came out. So I have to pick and choose what movies I see in the theater but I, if a movie interests me I'll eventually see it I'm hoping to see Shazam very soon so geez I'm just rambling on about nonsensical stuff here um, I guess I'm trying to stretch this episode out because I don't know how long this episode's going to be with no talk but actually as I'm sitting here and thinking regular listeners of my show know that I recently came up with a list of five standard questions that I now ask each and every one of my guests that come on come into the cafe. And there's also a bonus question that I pick at random. The bonus question is different every time. And as I'm sitting here looking at these questions, I figure, hey, why not ask myself these questions? Um, I'm pretty sure some of you already know the answers to some of these after 
listening to my show for so long and also listening to me over on the Canto cast. Most of you probably heard these answers before, but I figured, what the heck, since I don't have a topic for this episode and I want to make it a decent episode, meaning a decent episode of the Blue Milk Cafe with just me on the episode is usually about 15 to 20 minutes long. So I want to make sure I give you a decent episode of the Blue Milk Cafe here. So I figured, why not answer these questions for myself? And you guys can, those of you who didn't know these answers, this will be new to you. And of course, those of you who knew these answers, listen closely because they may have changed since the saga is complete now. So I am going to start. And the first question is, what is your Star Wars story? Meaning, how did you get into Star Wars? Now, I'm pretty sure most of you know mine from listening to the Canto Cast and Blue Mill Cafe. And if you've heard me on um, Tales of the Larians, on the Wampas Layer, or any of the other podcasts that I was guests on, you may have heard my Star Wars story before. Starts when I was seven slash eight years old in 1977 I remember vaguely seeing the original TV spots and trailers and just thinking this looks different Um, this looks very interesting this looks like nothing I've seen before and my one uncle that is the movie guy he had told me that he thinks I would really love this movie and I should see it. And unfortunately, that uncle is the uncle that used to take me to movies all the time. But when he told me that I I had to see it, I started bugging my father to take me to see this space movie. And I just kept bugging him all summer long saying, when, when can we go, when can we go, when can we go? And he kept pushing it off. My dad was very busy at work. And then August came. Mid-August, late August, right before us kids went back to school, We that's when we took our family vacation every summer. And every summer, jeez, uh, until I was maybe like 12 or 13, we always went down to Nags Head, North Carolina, in the Outer Banks. And we were going down there, and when we got down there, when we were driving into town, uh, heading towards our beach house, we passed the local theater, and the big marquee out there had Star Wars. And I told my dad, I said, can we please go see Star Wars sometime this week? Please, please, please. And he finally, one night, it was kind of a, the weather was kind of terrible that night. It was like drizzling and raining and kind of cool. And he said, hey, grab your older brother. I'm going to take you to see the movie. So we went to the movie. And, of course, the scene there that grabbed me that is now probably everybody's answer is Leia's ship flying and you see the Star Destroyer come over your head on that big screen. We were sitting pretty much in the middle of the theater and just that experience and even the sound in the theater back then was tremendous and it hooked me from that very moment. My hero instantly became Luke Skywalker. I instantly fell in love with Princess Leia. I think she was maybe one of my first, very first, on-screen crushes and of course I thought Han Solo was so cool Uh, I think I related more to Luke Skywalker than Han Solo because Han Solo was so cool and that definitely was not me so I related more with Luke being kind of loner outcast type dreamer what have you that's why I related Luke more than Han but that doesn't mean I didn't love Han I thought Han was cool Tom was somebody that I wanted to be, but could probably never be. So that is pretty much my Star Wars story. And my second standard question that I ask all my guests, who are your 
five favorite Star Wars characters. Now, this is the one that's changed because the saga is now complete. We've seen the originals, we've seen the prequels, we've seen the sequels. And my list has changed a little bit. My list is, I'm just going to run over them real quick. Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Rey, Poe, and R2-D2. They're my top five. Um, it was very hard for me when I was going it over in my head because I was like, I can't leave R2 off. R2 is like my favorite droid of all time. Even though I love all droids, R2 is the quintessential droid for me. And I said I couldn't leave off Chewbacca because I love Chewbacca, big teddy bear, me being a dog person. I just couldn't leave off Chewbacca. But I was like, but I can't leave off Ray, and I can't leave off Poe. They were my two favorite characters in the sequels. So mm, I had to leave off one person and unfortunately I'm sorry Chewy it was you but it doesn't mean I still don't love you those of you who really know me know I hate ranking favorites I hate saying this is my order of my favorite Star Wars movies my order of my favorite Star Wars movies are my number one Star Wars movie is episodes 1 through 9 that's my favorite Star Wars movie so that's ugh See, that's how I kind of work things in my head. So when I asked myself who are my favorite five Star Wars characters, I was like, all of them? But I can't say that. So I narrowed it down, and I feel so bad I had to leave Chewbacca off. But they're, they're my favorite, five favorite Star Wars characters. Number three, question number three was is favorite Star Wars movie. Now, I think I just answered that. My favorite Star Wars movie is episodes 1 through 9, The Complete Saga. Uh, and you can throw in honorable mentions, Rogue One and Solo, because I love all Star Wars movies. So, that's how I have to answer that one. And yes, if you heard me as a guest on other podcasts, um, I think I did pick just one Star Wars movie as my favorite just because I didn't feel like explaining myself how I can't pick a favorite, but I it just picked one when, when I was a guest on another podcast. Um, favorite animated Star Wars is the fourth question. My favorite animated Star Wars, uh, this is tough because I love The Clone Wars, I love Rebels, I love Resistance, but if I had to just pick one to watch, I would probably pick Rebels. Just because I think it has more characters that I like, I would say. Because I love Kanan, I love Ezra, I love Hera, I love Zeb, I love Sabine, I love Chopper. So I have to go with Rebels on that. But like I said before, I love them all. If I could watch them all as one big animated universe that would be awesome to me the number number five would be who would you be in Star Wars meaning would you be an Imperial a Sith a Jedi a rebel a resistance fighter a first order officer or would you know civilian bounty hunter what do you think you would be in the Star Wars universe? Me, personally, I would be rebel slash resistance slash citizen. I would probably side on the side of the good guys because that's just the nature of me. I'm, you know, a good person at heart, so I would side with the good guys. I would be, if I, if I got recruited, I would be on the rebels or the resistance, but I'll just be a regular citizen traveling my way through the galaxy or living on a certain planet and of course that planet that I would want to be living on would be Naboo because that's my favorite Star Wars planet so there, there, there we go they're the standard five questions I ask every single guest that come on my show and 
for my bonus question, I think I'm going to ask myself, who is my favorite Jedi? And as of right now, my favorite Jedi is Rey. I picked Rey over Luke because, and picked Rey over Luke, picked Rey over Qui-Gon, picked Rey over Obi-Wan, Plo Koon, Kip Fisto, Mace Windu, keep going on and on. The reason I picked Rey over them, Yoda, I picked her over Yoda. I love Yoda, but I picked Rey because to me, she just seems to have the most pure, purest heart. The the goodness inside of her is, I believe, so pure. We we only really saw a very, very small fraction of her darkness in Rise of Skywalker, and it really didn't come to be anything. Her, she is, I just that's why I, she is just so good and so pure that you cannot help but like her, and that's why Rey is my favorite Jedi. I know that my explanation probably didn't make sense, but that's why right now Ray is my favorite Jedi. So there, I answered my five standard questions I ask all guests, and I gave myself a bonus question. So that's done, and we are winding down this episode 31 of the Blue Mill Cafe. I'm sorry it wasn't more interesting. I'm sorry it didn't have more uh content or a specific topic but like I said I just wanted to make sure I got another episode out to you guys before my vacation here came to an end in here in the next three days and before I went back to work so but before I close up the cafe here tonight or this morning I should say I posted on the Blue Mill Cafe Twitter account that to start off the new year I am having my very first giveaway here in the cafe and to see what that giveaway to see what the prize is you will go to the twitter my uh the blue mill cafe twitter page i'm sorry i'm stumbling and it is pinned to the top of my uh timeline there of what the prize is it is a 1996 scoreboard 23 karat gold trading card it's in a very nice display packaging. Uh, it's a very beautiful card. It's the Han Solo card. Like I said, you can see a picture of it on the Blue Milk Cafe Twitter account. And to be eligible to win that uh, card, what you would have to do, it's very simple, very easy to enter. All you have to do is go to the Blue Milk Cafe Twitter account, which is at that BMC pod. Like that post, retweet that post, and you will be entered in the drawing. Now, um, I plan to draw the winner, not for the next episode, but in episode 33, I will announce the winner of the card so you have you have until January uh, let's say January 14th Tuesday January 14th to enter the contest to win the, the Han Solo 1996 scoreboard 23 karat gold trading card and like I said just like the post retweet the post and you'll be entered and uh, of course like I most podcasts do i'll use a random random generator to pick the winner so that's the giveaway i hope you all enter and i can't wait to see how many entries i do get so very easy to enter the very first blue milk cafe giveaway i can't wait like i said i cannot wait to see how many people i get entering the contest it's it's a very nice card my wife got me a set for Christmas this past year and Han Solo was a duplicate that came with the set she gave me so I'm paying it forward and using it as a contest giveaway here for the Bluma Cafe first giveaway ever so I hope to see you 
enter the contest. We'll have I'll, I'll I'll be announcing a winner here on episode thirty three. I believe I said right thirty three. See, I can't remember. I'm getting old. It's a new year. Oh my god! I better end this episode before I say something else stupid. So, and of course, at the end of the outro here, stay tuned for the very next episode of. The Empire Strikes Back radio drama, I believe it is episode 8. So stay tuned for that. And of course, as always, until next time. I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal. visiting the cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good. humble servant that won't be necessary star wars the empire strikes back by brian daly based on characters and situations created by george lucas episode eight dark lord's fury time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. Now it is a dark time for the rebellion. While the empire hunts scattered and demoralized rebel units across space, Luke Skywalker has gone off on his own to further his training as a Jedi Knight. Han Solo, Leia Organa, Chewbacca, and C-3PO have been forced to seek refuge in Cloud City, a huge gas mining complex floating in the atmosphere of the planet Bespin. But Luke is now speeding towards Bespin in his X-Wing fighter, convinced by glimpses of the future that his friends are in horrible danger. Talk to the tech supervisor, Leia. Everything's going great. Everything always seems to be going great in Cloud City. Things go bad, you worry. Things go good, you're suspicious. Why don't you just try being happy for a while, Princess? I will be if we get out of here. And I hope nobody finds out about the Princess part. Hey, what more do you want from Lando? He took us in, he's getting the Falcon's hyperdrive repaired, and he's putting us up in luxury quarters. 
Oh, yes. Lando's been generous to a fault. I'll grant you that. Look at this place. Three times as much room as we need. All this art. You, the whole city. <laughs> it works. Pretty classy, even for a princess, isn't it? And dazzling to a smuggler, I imagine. I take the good life when it comes my way, yeah. And I see you don't mind wearing those fancy robes Lando sent over for you. Oh, he's charming. <laughs> he's just a little too charming. Listen, Lando's just a crook like me who went straight. I thought that's what you were always saying I should do. Well, being in business doesn't make him honest. Something's wrong here, Han. I can feel it. Have you seen 3PO? No, I haven't seen him since we landed. Well, nobody seems to have heard of him or have any idea where he is. Yeah, he probably wandered off sightseeing and got lost. Lando will find him for us. He's been gone too long to have simply gotten lost. Stop worrying. Come here, Leia. Romance is not going to solve our problems, Solo. Can't hear it. Han! Ah, relax. I'll go talk to Lando right now, see what I can find. I don't trust Lando. Well, I don't trust him either. But he is my friend. <laughs> What's the matter? What do you got there? 3PO. What's left of him? Wow, 3PO, somebody blasted you. He says he found the pieces in a junk reclamation center. He had to fight off a bunch of those little Ugnats for him. I told you something was wrong. Are all 3PO's pieces here? Looks like there's not too much damage. What a mess. Can Chewbacca repair him? Uh, yeah, it looks like his emergency release is blue when the blaster shot him. Sloughed off most of the impact. So he can be fixed. Yeah, yeah, Lando's got people who can do it. Han, wake up! Lando's people probably did this! Look, there's no reason to think Lando was in on this. Those Ugnots are nasty little creatures. Good afternoon, folks. I came to see if you... Oh, am I interrupting something? Not at all, Administrator Calrissian. Leia... You look absolutely magnificent in those robes. You truly belong with us here among the clouds. I can't agree, but thank you. Would you care to join me in the banquet hall for a little refreshment? Everyone's invited, of course. Sounds good. Splendid. Are you having trouble with your droid there? No. No problem. He comes apart once in a while. Uh, princess? Gentlemen? Right this way. So you see, Han, Leia, since we're a small operation, we don't fall into the uh, jurisdiction of the Empire this way. So you're part of a mining guild, then? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, our operation is small enough not to be noticed. <laughs> yeah, the Empire is sort of busy. Yes, which is advantageous since my uh, customers are anxious to avoid attracting attention to themselves. Lando, aren't you afraid the Empire is going to find out about this little racket of yours? Shut you down? It's always been a danger. It looms like a shadow of everything we've done here. We? Uh, most of the personnel here just want to work their jobs and lose their past. It's not always so easy. Oh, but something has developed that will ensure our security. Again? Yes. I've just made a deal that will keep the Empire out of Cloud City forever. Congratulations. Perhaps you'll reveal your secret to us. I enjoy hearing just how it's done. Ah, here's the back one. Enter, please. You don't have to ask twice when it comes to a meal for <laughs> Greetings, Princess Leia. Captain Solo. It has been a long chase. Would you care to sit at my table? Thanks. Oh, we can't let him take us. He won't. So long, bitch! It's impossible. Nobody stops a blaster bolt with his hand. Han, it's no good. As you well know, Princess Leia. Solo, I weary of this. You won't be needing your precious weapon ever again. Watch. It flies to me. You see... Firearms are of no consequence to me. Let's take him. That's Vader, hand. Nobody. I thought you knew, Lando. Me and the Wookiee don't go to jail. Hey, you in the funeral outfit? Let's find out what you got besides parlor tricks. Chewie, you get him on the left. I am on the right. Yes, come. I await you, Solo. If you dare. Don't flatter yourself. You ain't the biggest thing me and the Wookiee ever tackled, pal. The Wookiee's life is forfeit, Solo. I need you, but I shall strangle him before your eyes. Do it. Han, believe me. It's Chewie's life. You capitulate, Princess Leia? Lord Vader, give him a chance to surrender. He can see there's no chance. His chance is this moment. But he's no good to you, then. You said so. In a fight, you might kill him. Yes. I shall make this simple for you, pilot. Commander, bring in your men. Stormtroopers. Yes, Cloud City's filled with them. Cover the doorway. Keep 
your weapons trained on the rebels. Here's someone else you will recognize, Solo. Come in, bounty hunter. Hello, Solo. Jabba the Hutt sends his warmest regards. He's looking forward to seeing you. Boba Fett. What did somebody do? Kick over a rotten log? <laughs> Joke while you can, Solo. I await your decision, Solo. Does the Wookiee die? Oh, he's got us. Oh, she's right, Chewie. I guess you win, Vader. Of course, Captain. Although, I am disappointed. I would have enjoyed our little contest. Another time. Lando, I hope the word gets out on you. No wonder you called Han a double-crosser, Lando. The word must have been very much on your mind. I have no choice. Vader and Fett arrived before the Falcon. I'm sorry, Han. I'm sorry, too. Not nearly as sorry as you're going to be, Captain Solo. For every insult, you will scream a dozen times. Torture was never a part of this bargain. Then why don't you complain to Vader? I would enjoy seeing the Dark Lord lose his patience with you. Is it true that gun of yours only works when somebody's back is turned? Don't push me. Someday, buddy. You and I are gonna meet when you haven't got a division of stormtroopers to back you up. And what will happen then, Calrissian? You see this face? Memorize it. It's gonna be the last thing you ever see. Lord Vader, I've done what you've wanted. You've got to stop torturing Han. Presently, Calrissian. Boba Fett, you may take Solo to Jabba the Hutt after I have Luke Skywalker in my grasp. Lord Vader, with all respect, I was the one who found the Falcon for you. You made certain promises. Jabba wants to make an example of Solo. He's no good to me dead. Solo will not be permanently damaged. But what about Leia and Chewbacca? They must never again leave Cloud City. But that, but that was never a condition of our agreement. Noah's giving hand to this bounty hunter. Perhaps you think you are being treated unfairly, Calrissian. Perhaps you would prefer to dissolve our little understanding. I never said that. No, no, Lord Vader, no. It would be unfortunate if I had to leave a garrison of stormtroopers here in Cloud City. Yes, uh, unfortunate. You, bounty hunter, come with me. We have final arrangements to make. As you wish, Lord Vader. all the time. Lobot, come here. What is your command, Lando? Tell my god force to be ready. I don't like the way things are going. And you stay on constant alert. Yes, Lando. I've got a bad feeling about all this. Reassemble me. Yes, yes, my head goes on my body just like that. Oh, truly, you have no idea how grateful I am. Oh, oh. Now, throw the connecting switch. Oh, yes, that's very good. I like that, but well, something's not right because well, now I can't see. Oh, that's much better. Wait, what have you done? You've put my head on backwards. Oh, you stupid furball. Only an overgrown mop head like you could make such a ridiculous mistake. How could you do Rest up while you can, Solo. Oh, my. We'll be back. I feel terrible. Chewie, give me a hand here. Please. Oh, uh, that Chewbacca. Uh, please be careful where you're putting me. Uh, oh, right. Uh, what did you say? As a matter of fact, yeah, the sleeping platform looks pretty good right about now. Oh, Captain Solo. 
You're not looking so hot either, Professor. Well, I was accosted and blasted by stormtroopers. Oh, I figured it was something like that. Chewbacca is attempting to reassemble me with mixed results. Well, with your head on that way, you always know where you've been. I'm not sure I take your meaning, Captain Solo. I was just trying to correct the situation, but well, might I inquire of your experiences here? Oh, torture chambers. <laughs> take a tip from me, 3PO. Don't ever get on Vader's bad side. I regret that advice is rather tardy, Captain Solo. No kidding. Uh, oh, Princess Leia. It's Han, what have they done to you? Pretty much what they wanted. Made me holler a lot. Why are they doing this to you? There's nothing you can tell them. I don't know. They never even asked me any questions. Somehow, I think I got Vader sore. You're never going to learn, are you? Stay where you are. All of you. Oh, no. Never mind that. The two of you just push yourselves by the door. Yes, I know. Well, look what slithered in. Listen to me, all of you. We're short on time. Calrissian, I was wrong about you. You're an even more despicable creature than I thought. Get out of here, Lando. Now, shut up and listen. Vader's agreed to turn Leia and Chewie over. Well, Leia? What? I'll bet you love that part of the deal. You're wrong, Han. That's never been my style, and you know it. Leia and Chewie will have to remain in Cloud City, but at least they'll be safe. Safe? Leia, you have my word on that. Your word is worthless. Contemptible. I don't want your protection. That's the best I can do. I pressed Vader as hard as I could. What about Han? Vader's giving him to the bounty hunter. Why did you become so popular? Lando, Vader wants us all dead. Oh, no, that mustn't happen. Not after all You're this. wrong, Leia. Vader doesn't want you at all. He's after somebody named Skywalker. Luke, of course. It had to be. Vader set a trap for him. And we're the bait. Yes. And this Skywalker's apparently on his way. Perfect. Works out great for you, doesn't it, Lando? And you should have looked around more. You'd have recognized a lot of faces. Almost everyone here is on the run or making a last try for some kind of life. And that makes you a philanthropist, is that it? It means I can't lose this place. Cloud City's all we have. Well, you fixed this up real good, didn't you, Lando? Give me a hand up here, will you? Yeah, sure. Look, hand. Thanks, friend. Ah! Hold your head, Solo. Cover the other. I got no one moves. This would be a real pleasure, Solo. No, no, no. no, no. There's no reason to resort to violence. Leave him alone. Are you all right? I felt better. You look better, too. Man, I've done all I can for you. I'm sorry I couldn't do more, but I've got my own problems. Yeah, Lando, you're a real hero. You think I don't understand you? I used to be you. Now save your breath, Han. You're gonna need it. What's Vader gonna do with him? I don't know. I have to go meet him now. But he's promised me that you won't be hurt. You can't trust Vader. Haven't you discovered that yet? I have no choice. None of us has now. Let's go, God. You certainly have a way with people, Han. You gotta understand something about Lando. He came down here to give me that chance to take a poke at him. Didn't work out too well for you, did it? No. <laughs> Sorry. Me and Chewie can usually pull off this kind of stuff. You did all anybody could do. It wasn't enough. Maybe in the old days I wouldn't have fallen for this trap. That's what comes from hanging around with idealists, right? There are a lot of things I never got around to saying, Princess. We have to hang on till Luke gets here. But, Your Highness, it will be a trap for Master Luke as well. No. I think they're underestimating him. Even Vader. Maybe. If anybody can get you out of this, it's Luke. But I think Vader's got other plans for me. Lord Vader, sensors report a spacecraft approaching Bespin. X-Wing class, a rebel snub fighter. Excellent. That will be Skywalker. Monitor his progress and allow him to land unchallenged and unopposed. I'll see to it at once. Your carbon freezing facility is crude, Cavalier, but it should be adequate for my purposes. Skywalker must be made comfortable for his journey to the Emperor. You're gonna freeze Skywalker? I do not wish him to harm himself or to inflict unnecessary losses. This is a useful means of avoiding that. We only use this facility for carbon freezing, not life suspension. You put Skywalker into a block of carbonite in that pit, and it might kill him. Unlikely. And yet I don't want the Emperor's prize captive damaged. We will test the process on Captain Soul. Now wait, you never told me you were going to do that. I can quite easily destroy this entire city. Or have you executed Calvisio? Is that your desire? 
No, it's not. Have Solo brought here and the other prisoners as well. I wish them to witness the fate of an enemy of the Empire. The droid's still not reassembled, but he's activated. Then the Wookiee can carry the pieces. Bring them all up here at once, and prepare the pit for carbon freezing. As you say, Lord Vader. How are the converters holding up back there, R2? Good. I've got Bespin on the scopes. We'll be there soon. Just hope we can get there in time. Yes, I'm sure 3PO's with the others. I didn't leave you behind, did I? Charge up the guns and get ready to bring up the deflector shields. The rebels are being brought in now, my lord. Skywalker's ship is entering the atmosphere. Good. Have the others stand here so that they may have a perfect view of the proceedings. Bring in the prisoners. Calrissian. Come here. You will stay by me as well. Vader, with your permission, I don't want any part of this. Stand over here. Yes, my lord. You and everyone else will learn what defiance of the Empire brings down upon traitors. Along there, all of you. Easy, easy. Uh, yes, Chewbacca, do be reasonable. Don't hang up my legs on. I shouldn't need to be carried on his back. Uh, yes, and I'm very grateful, but please remember... A responsibility for my well-being, so please don't do anything foolish. Well, I know what's going on. Buddy, don't tell me they're throwing this party just for me. You're being put into the carbon freeze, Anne. I hope you're proud of yourself, Lando. It's time you outdid yourself, Vader. I lack the time to punish you properly, so. But Boba Fett will deliver you into the hands of Jabba the Hutt if you survive the freezing. I'm told that Jabba can be most inventive when it comes to vengeance. Is that not so, Fett? Lord Vader, what if Solo doesn't survive the freezing process? He's worth a lot of money to me. The Empire will compensate you if he dies. Now stand aside, bounty hunter. You know what, Vader? I'm only sorry I won't be there when the Rebel Alliance finally gives you and the Empire what you got coming. Empty words, Solo. No, they're not, Han. They're not at all. Put him onto the lift. And lower him into the pit. All right, take him away. There's you mustn't do this. him. As the carbonite block hardens around him, Han Solo's fate hangs in the balance. For Luke Skywalker, whose X-Wing fighter approaches Cloud City, terrible danger beckons. And Lando Calrissian is about to learn what it means to strike a bargain with the Empire, as Leia, 3PO, and Chewbacca await the cruelty of Darth Vader. Soon will follow the clash of lightsabers as Luke Skywalker confronts the Dark Lord of the Sith.
Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back by Brian Daly, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian, Perry King as Han Solo, Brock Peters as Darth Vader, and Anne Sachs as Princess Leia. Also heard were James Eckhouse, David Allen Greer, Jeffrey Pearson, and Alan Rosenberg. This is Ken Hill. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was directed by John Madden with Tom Vaguely. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Music by John Williams. Casting and production coordination by Mel Saar. The executive producer was John Boss. Post-production was realized at Studio M in St. Paul on the 3M Digital Mastering System by Tom Vaguely. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was produced by National Public Radio in association with KUSC-FM Los Angeles with the cooperation of Lucasfilm Limited.